Well, hello everyone. Praise God. We are so excited to be with you once again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is my lovely wife, Pastor Don, who co-pastors with us, our church, Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. And again, we're so thankful to be with you today and excited about the scriptures and things we're going to look at today. Amen. As most of you know, the last several weeks we've been looking at the subject of prayer, even the last several months, because it's so important we should be praying right now at this time in which we're living in. Mm -hmm. And that indeed we need to continue. But we're going to talk today about Thanksgiving. And while I mention that, and this being the week of Thanksgiving, we would have you to, if you're going to participate in receiving communion with us towards the end of the service, you can get that ready right now. But Thanksgiving, we're so thankful. Yes. To be able to, be to come to you, for. to be together, mm -hmm. to have family and friends, church family and mm -hmm. friends, all of us together as believers here in these last days before Jesus comes. And it's so great to live in the United States of America. Amen. Even with all the problems, all the division, all the things going on, we still live in the best country mm -hmm. in the world. And we're so thankful for that. But this week, particularly, as we delve into the subject of Thanksgiving, it's time, and we, most all of us anyway, are going to reflect here in a few days on the day of Thanksgiving. We're going to be meeting together uh, with different ones, family, etc. And it's a good time to reflect on why we give thanks. What are we giving thanks in? And of utmost importance, as believers, giving thanks to Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, the Lord Jesus Christ and for the Holy Spirit, and giving us the Word of God to know the Father's heart and how much it means to Him for us to give thanks. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Well, our country, as a lot of you already know, uh, has a history of Thanksgiving. And ever since 1941, when Thanksgiving became a, an official legal holiday, uh, we have been uh, having that day that we celebrate in November every year. And to different people, it means different things. But as we look at the history of our country and uh, all through the different wars and all the different things that's happened uh, through the years, uh, since 1776 and even before that, mm -hmm. we know that uh, God has a plan for the United States and he's got a, and he's got a plan for our lives and as we look into these scriptures today, we're believing that they're going to bring fresh insight by the Holy Spirit as far as the necessity of giving thanks. There's natural thanksgiving to people, to things. Uh, but the most important part of thanksgiving being a part of our life and integral therein as a believer is giving thanksgiving to God. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we're going to look at today. I want you, uh, if you have your Bibles, to turn with us to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And some of these scriptures are probably very familiar with you. Uh, and so you've heard them before, but let's look at them with a fresh expectancy and fresh insight as we go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we do thank you and praise you for this time together. And we thank you, Father God, that we have insight into the power of thanksgiving and what it means to you and how we ought to behave as Christians. And so, Father, as we look at your scriptures, we thank you for the Holy Spirit 
bringing to our remembrance things that we might have known, but might have pushed aside or they might have fallen aside in our own individual lives. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we thank you for every need met today in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Well, in 1 Thessalonians 5, beginning in verse 16, and this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Thessalonica and giving them the mind and the heart of Almighty God. And it was written by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And in verse 16, it says here, as he's finishing out this epistle, he says, rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing. And we've looked at that at different times here the last several months as we've been sharing and teaching on prayer mm -hmm. and understanding what that means, how we pray without ceasing. And then in verse 18, it says, in everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Mm -hmm. In everything, give thanks. That's right. Why? For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. There's different scriptures that talk about the will of God, but here's an important one, as they're all important. But today, as we're talking about Thanksgiving, look what it says concerning the will of God. Mm -hmm. There's many people that are praying, Lord, what is your will? What do you want me to do? Well, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you today exactly what Paul told the church at Thessalonica <laughs> almost 2,000 years ago, that in everything, give thanks. Thanksgiving is to be an integral part of our lives as believers. Amen. Now, there's so much we could look at at this verse of Scripture, but in relationship to Thanksgiving, as I mentioned a moment ago, Thanksgiving for what? Many people in the natural are like, well, I lost my job. I'm not healthy. Uh, I'm in great need in one way or the other. Well, God, through the faith perspective, has given us clear instructions about what his will is. And when the Bible talks about in everything, give thanks, and we're going to look at another scripture that goes right with this in just a moment. But when he's talking about in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, we must not or don't need to look any further than to see that this is apropos for us to do today, right? That's right. That's right. We need to take this seriously mm -hmm. because Thanksgiving actually, and we don't have time to develop this and look at it today in our studies, but Thanksgiving is really the highest releasement of faith in God. Mm -hmm. Because when we're thankful for something, we're thankful for something that not just what God has done or going to do, but we're thankful for what he is going to do future tense. And faith, That's right. true faith in God goes into the future and has eyes to see what is yet to come to pass in the natural world around us. Mm -hmm. That's what makes the hand of faith so important when it comes to prayer. When we pray in the name of Jesus, as there's so many scriptures that tell us this, when we pray in the name of Jesus and say, I believe that I receive, amen, then from that point on, when you're praying the prayer of faith, it needs to be mixed with thanksgiving. 
because you're thanking God for an answer to prayer that you don't yet see in the natural. And that's what faith is. Faith is looking into the invisible realm that we can't see yet with the naked eye. And that is the hand that brings into the realm of natural reality the things that God has promised. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that's the walk of faith. We just, in the last few days, honey, you were telling me about several different ones, like three testimonies mm -hmm. after corporate prayer of people that bang, 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 they received answers to prayer. Mm -hmm. And there's some other ones we received. Yes. And, and when you look at the attitude of gratitude that we should have ongoingly, it's that aura of faith that exudes from us under all situations and in all sit and, and in all ways when we're going through a task. That's right. And I, and I, what's important too, because it's all part of the faith walk and faith life that when you, um, I like what Philippians four, you know, chapter four says here in verse six, uh, a lot of times people want to give thanks to the Lord after, uh, they've received something mm -hmm. that, that we need to, you know, when yes, Jesus asked about the 10 lepers, remember, and only one came back and he said, where's the other nine? Uh, we want to make mm -hmm. sure that we are giving thanks before we receive our answer to prayer, but as well as afterwards. But I like what Philippians also has to say about this in, in chapter, um, chapter four, like I said, verse six, it says, be careful for nothing, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let yes. your requests be made known unto God mm -hmm. and the peace of God. So we see these subsequential, subsequential things happening. Okay, so we're not supposed to be careful for anything. That means don't take the care of anything. The worry, the anxiety. That's right. The doubt, the unbelief. That all goes hand in hand too because it always starts with fear. Remember how fear, it brings its torment. It brings us, it wants to put us in the realm of doubt and worry but what praise and thanksgiving do, it keeps us in the realm of faith. That's right. So that's why we need to present our request to God with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It keeps it on the upside. It keeps it on the positive side. You know, oh Lord, help me. You know, I'm not, I don't see this happening in my life. I don't see this happen in my life. That's really not the attitude of faith that we need to have. No. We can be tempted to fall into that, but we need to stay in the realm of faith. And again, that's what thanksgiving does. It keeps us in a positive mode of faith. As we're presenting exactly. our request to God and the peace of God, verse seven, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then what we do afterwards, it says, finally, my brethren, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, it goes on to say pure, lovely, mm -hmm. good report, virtue, be any praise. If there be any praise, think on these things that yes. also keeps us in the realm of faith and in thanksgiving as we are believing God for things, but also that faith pleases God. That's right. It does. Praise pleases God. Yes, it does. Thanksgiving pleases God. And then the we praise can, perspective. Yes. And that way, and you know, that's that way we know that we can have the petitions that we desire of him. When we give Thanksgiving, when yes. we are careful for nothing, when we present these requests to the Lord. And like you're yes. saying, these, these prayer, uh, these praise reports that I have recently received, from different ones in the church family, they're like, you know what? We took it up in prayer and we thank the Lord. Mm -hmm. And they had, I mean, you had two vehicles, I think that were, that were sold um, within just a period of, you know, like a couple days. And they said, you know, we just went ahead and applied the word, yeah. but we thank the Lord. 
And thanking mm-hmm. the Lord brings about change. Yes. It brings about answers. Yes. It brings about solutions to your life and to what you're believing God for. It brings a resurrection from the dead things in our life, so to speak. Think about brings, brings John chapter life. 11. Some of you are familiar with that passage of scripture where Jesus, right before Lazarus was raised from the dead, he went to the Father and he said, Father, I thank thee that thou hearest me always. Mm-hmm. Jesus had yes. the connection with the Father as we do too by his precious blood. And he thanked the father for yet was our, was yet to uh, come to pass in Lazarus being raised from the dead. But he was given thanksgiving before he saw the miracle. Mm-hmm. Before he saw Lazarus being raised from the dead, he was thanking the father God because he knew that all things are possible to him that believes and a person that truly believes, which we know Jesus was the ultimate believer and truster in the Father God. Mm -hmm. And he gave us through Mm -hmm. his humanity, God-filled humanity, mind you, on earth, that he showed us how we need to operate here in this world in given thanksgiving. And again, that's the hand of faith it receives from our Father God. That's right. So when the Bible talks about in everything give thanks for this is the will of God, it is not the will of God that some tragic thing happens to us. Mm So many times we hear people saying that, well, you know, give thanks this, for these things. You know, you know, the Bible says, give thanks. You know, I had a car wreck. I uh, had something bad happen in whatever situation it may be in life. There's a myriad of things, but that's the wrong perspective for what the Bible teaches. We know there's a real devil. Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. I am come that you might have life and life more abundantly. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're trying to filter that scripture through your personal experience and you had something tragic happen, then we don't give the Father God in heaven thanks for things that are despicable that happened that were devil-inspired in our life. We need to give thanks to the Father God because he's a good father, he's a good God, and that he keeps his word. And he didn't send us some sickness or disease to try to take us out. Well, you know, I got the COVID. I'm thanking God for it. That's a big thing right now. Mm -hmm. Not thanking God for it, but the COVID, the virus, this and that. Well, I just thank God. Well, no, that's not the faith perspective. And that's not to be the Christian perspective. Mm -mm. Because there's a real devil that's trying to take each and every one of us out as Christians. And we need to be aware of that. And understand his schemes and his shenanigans that he tries to do. And for so many dear Christians, they have the wool, so to speak, pulled over their eyes that they think it's God because of the sovereignty of God. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with the sovereignty of God. We can't leave up to God what he's left up to us. And he's left up to us under the understanding through his word that we need to put the devil to flight by putting him underneath our feet in the mighty name of Jesus and right. put him in his place because Jesus that's already right. thoroughly whipped him 2,000 years ago. Amen. And using that name that's above every name, mm-hmm. right? That's right? So when it talks about in everything given thanks, we are to give <laughs> thanks to God because of why then? Because he's made a way out. Yes. He Amen. has yes. made a way out. Yes. Because the Lord is the way maker. Mm-hmm. He's the way maker for your life doesn't matter what situation you're in. If you get a hold of the promises of God, the word of God, and you begin to put them in your heart and say them over your mouth 
confess them over your circumstances. What God has already said, you are yes. going to release God's creative mobilizing ability at the point of your need, and you're Amen. going to see your Amen. life change. That's right. Praise That's God. Right. You're going to see things change yes. because God never changes, but yes. we change. Circumstances change around us, and now he's given us, honey, yes. the invested power and authority, the mighty name of Jesus, to be able to pray mm -hmm. and to know that our Father God hears us. When Jesus prayed the simple prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We read about that in Luke chapter 11. Remember what's called the Lord's Prayer? Mm -hmm. What is the Lord's Prayer? Well, he's telling us in principle, wonderful prayer, that he wants to see God's will on earth be done as it's done in heaven. Mm -hmm. Well, how often is God's will done in heaven? Mm -hmm. All, All the, time, the time. If we allow it. Right. Yes. And so when yes. she was sharing about Honey, you were sharing about that, about in Philippians there, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Yes. Giving thanks. It's hard to be thankful, really thankful, mm -hmm. filled with thanksgiving and be filled with criticism at the same time. That's right. Well, that's what, that's what the children of Israel, that's what got them into trouble when they murmured and complained. Yes. That's really, oh besides disobedience that ensued too, but what started the ball of wax, so to speak, rolling down the wrong hill, rolling down the hill was when they murmured and complained instead of being thankful that God was providing for them. He was their protection. He was, right. you know, he was the fire, uh, you know, the pillar of fire at night. He was the cloud during the day to protect them and shield them from the sun. And, yeah. and when they complained, they didn't have a good enough good food. You know, he gave them bread, you know, from heaven and, and quail and you know all these different they things loathed but, it. Yes. and they loathed it and so sometimes we have to be careful that too much of a good thing you know it just i mean i don't I, we lose our have you ever noticed you can you can eat good every night you can have steak every night and pretty soon you're gonna I, you're gonna loathe it i just don't want any more steak and we have to be really careful and guard our heart that we don't get to the point that we loathe good things yes or we, or we get too comfortable where we don't appreciate what the Lord's done. And, you know, we've been praying this this prayer steadfastly. We need to, no matter who's in office, who's an authority over us. But you see here, even in 1 Timothy chapter mm -hmm. 2, it says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. And giving of thanks. For all men and giving for kings and for all that in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness mm -hmm. and honesty. For this is good and acceptable. In the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. Yes. So we see, again, the giving of thanks that really keeps us, again, on the up and up of not getting down in the mouth, as we would say, of not, you know, uh, releasing our faith, being, you know, being mm -hmm. joy filled about what the Lord is going to do. Stay in the realm of faith because that's what faith is. It's convincing what you have taken God at his word that he that's will right. do. That's he exactly will do right. for you today. Mm -hmm. He will begin to um, to work on that. You know, he'll hasten his word to perform it. But I also think about it creates a merry heart in us mm -hmm. because, you know, the Bible says that a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, doeth good like a medicine. And what it does, it keeps us joy filled. It keeps us filled, you know, with thanksgiving in our mouth because praise mm -hmm. is the highest form of prayer. 
-hmm. It lets God know that you're on his side, that you believe you can take him at his word. And I like something too, what Revelation chapter seven says here in verses 11 and 12. You say, you may say, well, how, how much am I supposed to give thanks to give into the Lord? Well, I'll tell you right here. It says right here is an example. Verse 11 says, and the angel stood round about the throne and the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, mm-hmm. giving him thanks, right? Worship the Lord, praising him, mm-hmm. saying, amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and mm-hmm. honor and power and might be unto God. How much? Forever and ever. Yes. It didn't say just, you know, just here and there once a day. No, forever and ever. Forever and ever. So if the angels are, are exemplifying this for us, how much do we need to be doing it? Every yes. day, thanking the Lord that, thank you, Lord, you hear our petitions. Thank you, yes. Father God, we're careful for nothing. Thank That's you, right. Lord, that, you know, we Amen. have not just the day of Thanksgiving, but every day we can give thanks to the Lord. Yes. For what he has done, doing, and going to do in our lives. Amen. Every day. So in everything, give thanks. In everything, every day, every day, in all things, give thanks. Thanks for what? Yes. Again, what's the takeaway? To give thanks that God has made a way out. Yes. He's done that through the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. We see that again, that one of the key components of the spirit-filled life for spirit-filled believers is found there in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse uh, 17. It says again, wherefore be ye not unwise, understanding what the will of the Lord is. Again, as we looked at there in 1 Thessalonians 5 <laughs> and verse 18, it's talking about the same thing, mm-hmm. about giving thanks in everything. And here he says, be not underwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So he prefaces about what he's about to say mm-hmm. with understand what the will of the Lord is, be wise about it, in other words. And whenever we do have the will of God known to us, it's wisdom. Mm -hmm. It's wisdom for us. And what does he follow up by saying? Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Doing what? Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart, to the Lord. Amen. Then verse 20 goes right along with this, giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. So again, how do we giving thanks always for all things? How does that how does that look in our lives? When something happens to you, even as it tells us in James chapter one about counting things all joy when you default to diverse temptations and trials, unexpected things. That's the, the whole meaning there of the scenario, as James tells us by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You count it joy. Why do you count it joy? Because joy, again, sees into the invisible realm by the spirit of faith, right. which you have the spirit of faith. If you've been born again, you're a child of God. And The spirit of faith is on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. So when you take that understanding to heart and say, I do have faith. And we got into this a little bit last week uh, in our service that we have the same spirit of faith. Mm -hmm. As Paul said there, we believe and say something. 
Yes. Well, because we are believers that believe God, we say something. What do we say? We say that God's faithful. We thank God that he is faithful. Why? He has a proven track record. That's right. So in everything, when things come your way that you're not happy with, when people do things that are spiteful, when people do things that are not right, say mean and hard, harsh, rude things, that's just one way. That's just one thing that happens to us. What do we do? We give God thanks that we're his we thank God, we pray for our enemies, and we do good to those. Because why? Because God tells us through the faith perspective that we can see past what's going on. That's right. It doesn't mean it's not happening. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt our feelings, or it doesn't mean that we're impervious to the things that would try to come our way in trials and difficulties. It just means that through the faith perspective, brothers and sisters, that we can overcome all. Yes. And we've been looking yeah. at this repeatedly the last several weeks about keeping the switch of faith turned on by staying in faith about things that we're praying about for this nation to see the resolve that we must have as yes. Christians to stay steady when it doesn't look like things are changing. Mm -hmm. That's why faith is so integral in our life. But in everything, give thanks. I'm not giving thanks because something bad happened. I'm giving thanks in the midst of that because I know the end result that if I place faith in God and begin to thank God that he's made a way out through Jesus Christ and begin to keep my eyes on Jesus in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the trial, yes. in the midst of the difficulty, <laughs> then I can walk through on water. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you, know, you know things are going to change. That's right. You know things are going to change. Praise God. And that's what Romans 4, 17 <laughs> talks about. It says, you know, calling those things that be not as though they were. Yes. And that's what praise does. It prays is saying, you know what? I know God heard my prayers. Yes. The Bible says that he places his word above his name. He magnifieth his word above his name. Yes. So if he's heard my prayers, then he's working on them. Amen. And I don't have to fear. I don't That's have to right. be in torment. I don't have to be troubled. <laughs> I don't have to figure it out. I don't yeah. have to get into the realm of reason. I just yeah. trust the Lord fully in giving glory to God. It yes. goes on to this, there to say in Romans 4, you know, you talk about Abraham. You know, he considered not his body. He considered not the deadness of Sarah's womb. That's you know, he's right. believing God for two people. Mm -hmm. Yet he staggered not the promise of God. Remember, the promise of God is what God told him was going to happen. He was going to have a child. He staggered not the promise of God. Through Sarah. Through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory, giving praise. Yes. Giving thanks to God. That's right. And guess what? That God was what? He was going to perform <laughs> what he had promised. Even before he saw anything happening or changing. He thanked God for the promise. Ahead of time. Ahead of time. Ahead Being of time. Fully persuaded. That's faith. Being fully persuaded. And that what he had promised, he was also able, he was able also to perform. And yes. therefore it was imputed to him for, for, for righteousness. <laughs> for righteousness. For righteousness. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. We and have Bo here with us. Yes, today. we have him with us. <laughs> Praise God. Yes, yes he, wants he just to wants to give thanks. <laughs> anyway, we're having a little fun today. But today is we're, we're looking at Thanksgiving very seriously that we have to realize as Christians that the attitude of Thanksgiving is so important in everything we're doing. And we have to see how much God prizes Thanksgiving, yes. giving thanks just instead of complaining Instead of getting negative about situations and circumstances, 
We all have them happen to us. Mm -hmm. And we're faith people. Just because you're a faith person does not mean that you're not going to have trials and situations that come your way. Mm -hmm. But it's the overcomer's perspective. Mm -hmm. And when you have an overcomer's perspective, you have a thankful perspective. That's right. About things in your life and what's going on. Amen. Praise God. I remember something. And, in, and people at church have heard me refer to this before, but several years ago, one time when I was going through a, a, a real significant test, because remember, we go through tests. We don't stay in them, but we go to the other side. Like Jesus said when they got in the boat, let us go to the other Amen. side. That's right. well, guess what? I was going through this test and the Spirit of God spoke to me and I was kind of getting a little bit negative about it and thought, you know, wow, you know, why is this? Why is that? Have you ever done that? I'm sure you have if you walked with the Lord for a while. But the Spirit of God spoke to me something very profound. And uh, I knew it was him speaking, but this is what he said. He said, son, it could be worse. Now, you might be out there today listening to that and say, that doesn't sound like faith. That doesn't sound like God. Well, let me explain to you how I took it and understood it as he spoke that to me. And I believe it'll be a blessing to you. In other words, it's like the old saying, is the glass half empty or is it half full? In other words, the negative perspective, and we've got enough yes. negativity going on in the world is, well, this is bad. This is wrong. Why is this? And we start to question God. Mm -hmm. But when he said, son, it could be worse. What that did is that fueled my hope and my faith in God to know that, yes, there's things and afflictions and situations that happen because there's a devil in this world. But guess what? I It could be worse. That's right. Right? It's like the person that was in a in a car wreck that says, you know, well, the, the car was totaled, but you know, I'm fine. I didn't get injured that badly. Well, don't look at oh, there's my car. Well, the car can be replaced, yes. but you can't. You can't. So, right. so the praise perspective, the Thanksgiving perspective, things begin to change in our life when we start praising God, mm -hmm. when we thank Him in the midst of the difficulty. And we have so much today to be thankful for. We really do. We have Amen. so much to be thankful for. Right. And the greatest area in our Christian experience to which we can give thanks in remembrance of what Jesus did is when we receive communion together. And we're going to read that scripture in just a moment about the Lord's table, because that's exactly what Jesus did on the night in which he was betrayed. He took the bread and he took of the cup and he gave thanks to the Father God. Mm -hmm. He gave thanks, even in that most difficult time of his life. Now, perhaps you're out there and you're saying, you're speaking to me about things that I don't know about concerning God. If you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and believed on him to be your personal savior, I've got good news for you. You can receive Jesus today as your personal savior. You can make heaven your home because there's a real heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Jesus paid the penalty for our sins once and for all at Calvary's Hill 2,000 years ago. And he was raised from the dead for our justification so that we might be justified before Almighty God because it came through what he did for us by shedding his own personal blood 2,000 years ago to be able to wash away our sins. That's why the shedding of the blood of Jesus is so important to us today. Mm -hmm. By his broken body, healing has 
yes. been made available to us mm -hmm. as Christians. Mm -hmm. If you're out there today, though, and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, that's the most important thing that you can do. Yes. You might say, well, how do I do that? You ask him to come into your heart. You invite him to come in because you believe that he's the son of God, yeah. that he came to take your place in the great plan of the father's redemption to do for us what we could never do for ourselves. And by believing on him, he comes in and instantaneously we experience what's called in the Bible, the born again experience. As John John chapter three tells us, we have to be born again. So he comes on the inside of us. The real you is the one who lives inside of your physical body that's going to live forever. That's your spirit. You are a spirit being. Mm -hmm. And so today, if you're out there and you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart, you can do so right now. The Bible says that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God's raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. So won't you pray with us right now? We invite you to do that. You can get on your knees just in a very respectful way. Ask Jesus to come into your heart and he will do that. He'll change you inside out and he'll forgive you of your past. Amen. Let's bow our heads and pray. Say this after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come to you. I come to you. And I ask you right now. And I ask you right now. On the basis of your word. On the basis of your word. For the Lord Jesus. For the Lord Jesus. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. I believe. I believe. That he is. That he is. Your son. Your son. He's been raised from the dead. He's been raised from the dead. And his blood. And his blood. Has been shed for me. Has been shed for me. So right now, so right now, I receive him. I receive him as my personal savior. As my personal savior. And I want to thank you, Father God. And I want to thank you, Father God, for sending Jesus. For sending Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving me. Cleansing me. Cleansing me. Because I believe. Because I believe that you are the Lord. That you are the Lord and Savior. And Savior of this world of this world to every person who believes to every person who believes and i believe and i believe that now that now in jesus name in jesus name amen amen glory praise to god. god if you did pray that prayer i want you to contact us through the website as you see there on the screen and we'd be glad to send you some additional information and try to help you get plugged into a local fellowship or church wherever you may live because it's important to be surrounded with like-minded believers and be in a church family to where you can grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. This is only the start, not the end. So please contact us and let us know. Well, as I mentioned a moment ago, we're going to receive communion together, actually at the beginning of this broadcast, but I quoted a moment ago from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And as we receive this, this is part of our thanksgiving. We're thanking the Father God for sending Jesus to give us the redemption that we so desperately needed. There's no way we could ever come into the Father's family except through the shed blood of Jesus. Right. So if you prayed that prayer from your heart and asked in faith, believing, and received Jesus as your personal Savior, you're ready to receive communion right now. So as the scripture says there, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, starting in verse 23, it says, for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. He took of the bread. Mm -hmm. And when he had given thanks, this is verse 24. And we're talking about Thanksgiving. And when he had given thanks, 
he break it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. So the important thing is, as he took this bread, as he gave thanks while he's doing it, what is he giving thanks for? He's giving thanks for the plan of redemption mm -hmm. that he was able to come and purchase for humanity. He's within a day of that mm -hmm. where he's going to die on, on Calvary's Hill at that cross and take that place for you and I. That's right. And on that cross, as he took this bread, which speaks of his broken body, which was broken for our physical healing, as we receive that now, we can thank the Lord that he made a way for our healing, physical healing in the New Testament. And it's by way of the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so as we receive this bread together, let's believe God. And if you need a miracle or healing in your body, God can work that right now. Mm -hmm. Honey, do you want to pray? I can, yes. So Father God, we thank you for this, uh, this morsel of bread right now that represents the Lord Jesus Christ and his broken body for us, that what he did for us at Calvary, what he did with his burial, his resurrection, yes. Father God, was bring us life. And we thank you for, and he brought his, he, he brought us healing. And we, Father, we thank you right now as we eat of this bread right now, that we believe we receive his healing power into our bodies. Yes. And we call ourselves every wit whole from the top of our head to the tip of our toes. Perhaps you've had the, the coronavirus. Perhaps you've had the flu. So perhaps you've been diagnosed with something else. But you just say, Father God, I believe you. And I take you at your word. And yes. I believe I received my healing according to the word of God. And you continue to say that with thanksgiving. Yes. Thank you, Father. As you eat this. And then you continue to do that until you've received fully what you believe yes. God for. You call yourself every wit whole, being fully persuaded that what he has promised, he's able also to perform in you today. Yes. So we thank you, Lord, that we are every wit whole. We're free from sickness and disease. We're free from gross. Yes. I thank you, Lord, for touching the healing my friend who was, the doctors thought she had cancer and wasn't cancerous. I thank you, Lord, yes. for what you thank are you, doing in every person's body. And there's no respect to a person's in Jesus' name. As we eat Amen. this, we say, thank you, Lord, for healing me. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead Amen. and take and eat. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank, thank the you, Lord. Jesus. Even as he gave Every thanks. Every whole. Mm -hmm. We're giving thanks. Yes, Thanking Lord. God. Thank you, Jesus. Because he's made a way. Jesus is the way maker. Yes. Praise the mighty name of Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Start saying out of your heart, thank you, Lord, that by your stripes I am healed. Thank you, Lord. Yes. I am healed. Amen. Praise Thank God. Jesus. The cup, as he went on to say there in 1 Corinthians 11, 24, 25. After the same manner, also he took the cup. And when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So we receive this cup with thanksgiving. And we do so in remembrance of him. When we put ourselves in remembrance of what Jesus did, that brings a fresh joy to our hearts because, brothers and sisters, he's forgiven us of our past. Mm -hmm. He's given us a future that's so bright. He's brought Amen. us into his family. So no matter what's going on around us, we can give thanks that through the blood of Jesus, which is represented in this cup, that our sins have been washed away. Mm -hmm. He's given us an inheritance 
Glory to God. A, a bright future in him. No matter what's going on in the world down here, heaven's our home. Yes. Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Amen. The Father God loves us yes. and he's for us and he's with us. No matter what's yes. going Thank on. You, Jesus. There's so much to give thanks for Amen. in this week of Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, yes. And so right now, Lord, thank we thank you, you for this cup, what it represents. And we Jesus. thank you that you've forgiven us. You've cleansed us. And when thank we ask Lord. for thank forgiveness, you, we receive it based on 1 John 1, 9. And we want to thank you and praise you for that. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Does that stir you fresh today, brothers and sisters? It does me. Every time to think about this, Amen. giving thanks for what Jesus did. He's so awesome and wonderful, and he's coming soon. And we want to thank you today once again for helping us, praying with us, believing with us for your continued support. Uh, we are so thankful that we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses that are peering into our lives spiritually from heaven's side, but we're also thankful for the ones that we're surrounded by in the natural, in this world in which we live, that have the spirit of faith, that are believing together as God brings in his harvest in these last days. Till next time, God bless you. We pray you'd have a wonderful Thanksgiving together with your family, friends, wherever you may be. And remember that Jesus is coming soon. Yes. And great things are ahead. God bless you. God bless you. We're thankful for you. Amen.